Good evening and hope you're having an awesome Sukkot so far. So I figured we could carry on our journey into understanding facets of Sukkot. After all, often the answer one gets when they ask someone, what do you want in life, is... I just want to be happy. Yet for some reason, in a time in history where we're blessed with much success, possibly more than any other generation in history, there also seems to be more people searching to achieve happiness than ever before. Just look at the number of books being written on the subject, as well as on the other side, the depressing statistics on the prevalence of depression. Luckily for us, there is a great book that we have as Jews that also gives us insights into happiness. Yep, the Torah. So let's continue spending the next few days exploring additional facets, facets of simcha, of happiness, and things that lead to it. After all, Sukkot is called Zman Simcha Seinu, the time of our happiness. So for tonight, we don't have to look any further than the Sukkah itself. See, the Sukkah is a minimalistic structure, something that can be built with a minimum of just two and a bit walls, and the roof needs to have openings to the sky. And this is not any home that you would wish to own. So what's the mitzvah all about? Well, if the holiday is about simcha, about joy, then this structure must also represent or lead to it. But how so? Simple. See, what we learn from the sukkah is that our joy should never be derived from the things that we own. If it's a joy that's dependent on things, we will continuously be chasing more things. As the Talmud says, when a person has $100, they want $200. And once a person gets $200, now they want $400. What's interesting is that the Jewish holiday also falls out during specific agricultural time periods, and Sukkot falls out in fall, when people are generously, generally harvesting their produce. So in essence, this is the time period where people were raking it in, both raking in their produce and also raking in their money. And yet at this time specifically, they were commanded to leave their houses and go live out in these little huts, perhaps specifically to drive home this point. See, the Torah was cautioning people, just as they were making their money and hitting their bonuses, that they should not fall into the trap of feeling that their inner worth and lasting happiness will come from the money that they make. And if they can't be happy with little, chances are they won't be happy with much either. See, the key to sukkahs and the key to happiness is that it must always come from within. And only then can you engage in and enjoy that which you're blessed with. Now, listen, we're not saying that Judaism believes in living an ascetic life. It definitely doesn't. But rather, Judaism is always focused on ensuring that we live a happy life, which is only possible if our joy is not dependent on what we own or on our home. So, but if it isn't dependent on anything, then how do we create that inner happiness? Well, that's a good question. Let's discuss that tomorrow. And on that note, wishing you an awesome and happy night. And I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.